When you meet someone, do you wonder about their story? If you're like me, you're always interested in the lives, hopes, and dreams of people. Stories Connect People podcast will bring you interesting, inspiring, and compelling stories from people just like you and me. Stories that will inspire you. They'll make you laugh. You'll learn. They might even make you cry. But above all, you will feel connected and closer to the people around you. You may see yourself in these stories. You may feel connected because you share similarities in your own journey. There are rich, interesting stories closer than you think, maybe even yours. Thank you for listening to Stories Connect People. I am Polly Van Duzer, your host. My guest today on Stories Connect People podcast is Shelly Loving. Shelly found her purpose after her husband had a massive heart attack at the age of 41. This led them to eating better and living a healthier life. And this became her mission, her passion, and her purpose. Shelly is a certified nutrition chef and teaches others how they can make simple changes in their daily food choices to gain better control of their health. Shelly has an amazing website, a great community of supporters, an array of masterclasses, blogs, and other ways to educate us on everything from shopping to recipe makeovers. She approaches it in such a fun, easy to follow, and down-to-earth way. Shelly is not suggesting impossible diets or major overhauls. She is talking about simple changes that can make a difference. You will love the joy she exudes about food and you will surely want to follow Shelly Can Help on Instagram and Facebook to see how you can make small, simple changes too. Welcome Shelly to Stories Connect People podcast. Hello, Shelly. How are you today? Welcome to Stories Connect People podcast. Hello, Polly. I'm doing so well. It's super rainy here in Texas right now. But other than that, it, I'm doing fantastic. I can't complain. How about you? Where are you from in Texas? I am in North Texas, so I am north of Dallas. I tell people I'm halfway between Dallas and the Oklahoma border. Okay. My sister lives in Houston. So I've uh, spent a lot of time in Houston. She's in the Woodlands, actually. So yeah, it is so great, Shelly, to have you on the podcast today. So I have been wanting to talk to someone about uh, nutrition. And this is so perfect that we connected. And and I'm going to talk about your website in a second. But it is just like such joy that is bursting uh, from your site. And I just cannot wait for our listeners to check it out. But Shelly is a certified nutrition coach, and she'll tell us uh, exactly what that is. But through a life-changing event in her family, she found uh, her mission and her passion to be able to share with others how they can approach food and um, cook in a different way and uh, have a health have healthier eating habits. And so her story has a great ending. And again, she'll share all of that. But I can't wait for her to talk about some of the ways that you can engage uh, with her and uh, take advantage of some of her classes. And I plan to do the exact same thing. So uh, Shelly, again, welcome to Stories Connect People podcast. 
Thank you so much. I absolutely love, uh, I'm a, I'm very much a people person. I, I have been my whole life. Like my mother said, I talked to the store, uh, strangers in the grocery store when I was three years old. Uh, and I just, I love talking to people and the name of your podcast is absolutely perfect because that's what I love to do. I love to connect with people. Um, I think we're all connected in some way or form. And I think everyone has a story and I just love to hear other people's stories and I love to tell mine. I just feel like it can, it connects us. So I love the title of your podcast. Absolutely. And so I can't wait for you to share your story. Why don't uh, you start out by just telling us a little bit about you, maybe where you grew up and um, a little bit of background, uh, maybe on your family. Sure. So I am from, I'm actually from a town called McKinney, Texas. It's funny because uh, McKinney back when I was growing up had 20,000 people. It has over 150,000 now, but when I was growing up, it seemed very small and uh, I'm sixth generation from the same town. I actually just live north of it now, about 15 minutes out, um, out in the country. But yeah, so it's unique because it's funny. I tried to do a uh, research on Ancestry.com and I got all excited because I wanted to see how far back I could go. Well, six generations, seven, including my children, live in McKinney. So I had to go back into the 1800s before I could even get out of Texas. So <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> it's kind really of funny. Cool. Most people go two generations back and they're already in a, you know, a European country. And all I got to was Tennessee in like 1850 something. I'm like, you know what? I, I give up. <laughs> it was a lot. But that's so cool that you've traced your ancestry back uh, that far. That's really, really neat. Yeah, that was really interesting. There's so many neat stores in the downtown McKinney area. It's a historical uh, district and it's fun to see the buildings and know that, you know, some of them were my ancestors' businesses like drugstores and things like that. So it's fun to, the nostalgia I have in one town just goes back so far. Oh, that's, that's really cool. So you started on this health journey um, a few years ago. Um, like what, like maybe before you get into that, you know, what was kind of, what was your life like? Were you conscious in terms of exercising and eating healthy and, and, you know, all of those things? Or did this event in your family um, really just uh, transform all of that for you? You know, it was kind of um, a little bit of the latter, but more of the the other. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. My, I would always say I was. I thought I was healthy. You know, I was. I grew up dancing my whole life. I was a ballerina. I was I, active seven days a week. Um, I thought that I ate healthy after I, you know, got married and had children. And um, but what's what happened was in 2014, my husband actually had a massive heart attack uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. He was 41 years old, and he had zero signs of a heart attack. His arm wasn't numb. His chest didn't hurt. We thought he had the flu. Oh. So long story short, he had a hundred percent blockage in his left circumflex artery, which is, they call that the widow maker mm. because you can't, you don't have the typical signs. And so that's why so many people lose their life to this, this artery that's clogged because you don't know there's something wrong. And uh, we're lucky it was Super Bowl Sunday and he was home and I made him go to the doctor right then. And it saved, you know, I didn't save his life, but I think because we were proactive, um, it gave us another shot at life together. And so that's when my mission of eating healthy began. And it just snowballed into a passion and a career of helping others get healthy as well. So has your whole family gotten behind it? Um, and, you know, I just kind of have questions around, you know, everybody like has this 
thought, you know, I want to be healthier, I want to eat healthier, but there seems to be so many barriers either that we have in our mind or just kind of, you know, in society or how fast paced our lives are and all of that. So, you know, I want you to talk about some of that and how, um, you know, we can, you know, is it more habit changing, mindset change? Uh, What are some of the, the triggers? I mean, certainly, you know, having a tragic event like this that could have turned out, you know, far worse that, I mean, that, that is certainly a wake up call, but um, kind of what do you see uh, from, from those that you work with? Sure. So for me, I was forced into it. My husband almost died. And then while I got on this mission of trying to get him healthy through the foods that he ate, I became passionate about it because what happened naturally is I was really cooking healthy for him so I was eating it too. And so what the weird kind of domino effect happened is where I started healing myself and I didn't know I was sick. So his journeys turned into my journey. And so I thought, all right, if I can get him healthy through the foods he eats without drastically changing, you know, we didn't empty our pantry. We didn't go on some weird diet. We just cleaned up our diet. And so uh, once I did that with him and he started amazingly feeling better. And then I started feeling better and I didn't know I was sick. I'm like, okay, I'm onto something. Food really does have a lot of power behind it. And, but there's so many people that don't talk about the emotional side of food when it comes to eating healthy. We, we talk to wonderful registered dietitians, which are wonderful professions. However, sometimes there's the lack of the connection between food. Um, it's very science-based. And so I felt like there was a, a need for my passion of helping people understand the emotional importance of eating healthier so we can be on the forefront. It's about prevention, right? I want to prevent other people from going through what my husband and I went through. I don't want somebody to have a tragic event that's so preventable through food. And I want to teach them simple ways to change their diet, not overhauls, not weird fad diets, not calorie counting, carb counting, just eat more whole foods than you do processed foods and things like simple rules like that. And I love on your website that you have, you know, you're not this, you know, you're not a, a dietitian. You don't promote pills and, you know, these fad diets and you're not a miracle worker. But y- you have found that putting putting these um, practices and, and I guess, you know, is changing some emotionally um, as well. Practices in place can, you know, completely change how you eat. And so given a, a couple of examples, um, you know, of what that looks like, what, what, what would be some of the things that you would, that you, small things that you can change? Because I think that people, you know, they go drastic, cut out all the carbs or Yes. Count calories or, yeah. or things like that. Um, and it's just long term, it's not sustainable. And what I'm hearing you say is that this is a lifestyle change. Yeah. And it is, but it's not, um, it's not so drastic, like one, one may think of, you know, doing a diet or something like that. What I tell people the most is if you just want to start small, um, recognize what you're eating. So the number one takeaway that anybody took one thing away from me and all of the times I've talked to people and all the times I'm on social media, if I could just get one per- one thing to stick in everyone's head, it's to read your food label and learn the ingredients that are in the foods that you buy. Not so much the nutrition facts. I don't believe those. that's the most important part of the label like we've been trained to look for. I believe it's in the ingredient list. And when you recognize those ingredients and they're real whole ingredients, 
the nutrition facts are going to take care of themselves. So it kind of takes the stress off people thinking they have to count things um, and keep up with the sugar content, the sodium content. If they look at the label where the ingredients are, that's going to tell you the whole story of that food. So uh, my general rule of thumb is read the first five ingredients. That's it. Not all 30 or 40. Just read the first five because that's what the, the, the most um, contains in that food is the first five ingredients. And if it's the first ingredient is sugar or the second ingredient is sugar, put it back on the shelf. You know, let's pick another one right next to it that doesn't have sugar as the first ingredient. So that would probably be my biggest. It's, it's not about uh, overhauling your diet and doing something that's not obtainable. It's about taking baby steps. And that would probably be the first baby step I would tell someone who has no idea where to start to start. I mean, this is such a fantastic tip. I've never even thought about it. Uh, um, uh, that way. And, you know, I'm not really dieting uh, or uh, anyway, but I certainly could eat far healthier in my weaknesses, elaborate cheese. <laughs> and you know what, that's what it's about, though, Polly, you just you you put you hit the nail on the head when you just said that you could not have said that more beautifully. It's not about dieting. It's not it's about loving your body and loving the foods that you're eating that are going to nourish it. That's it. I, I wish people would take that word diet out of their head because it's just such a negative connotation now. And there's so much shame and guilt behind it. Like right now I could just tell that you were feeling a little guilty because you said I could eat healthier. And I, I that's what I want to change. I want to change people's mindsets to just show yourself some grace and no, don't worry about dieting. Just recognize the foods that you're, that you're eating and let your body uh, be nourished by them. So is that what you mean on your website when you talk about food education? Yes, that's exactly for sure. It's just about recognizing your foods. Um, something else that I really am passionate about is helping people understand the simplicity of the importance of keeping inflammatory foods down in our diet and introducing anti-inflammatory foods in our diet. Inflammation is my favorite topic. Uh, inflammation is the root of most disease. And so, so many people don't know that. Disease starts with inflammation. So what happens is our bodies get chronically inflamed and they get really mad at us and they raise this white flag and they say, you know what? I can't fight this inflammation anymore. And then the cells in our body get super weak. And what happens when our cells are weak? Disease loves them. That's what disease feeds on. Whether it's diabetes, Alzheimer's, cancer, if it's a virus like COVID or the flu, it doesn't matter what it is. Anything like that cannot thrive on strong cells. They only thrive on weak cells. And inflammation is one of the fastest ways for us to get weak cells in our body. So I talk a lot about inflammation and what foods you can avoid and what foods you can introduce to help it. So um, give us a couple of examples of foods to avoid and foods to introduce. Sure. So my top three inflammatory foods. Are you ready? I'm going to see a sad face on you, I bet, when I say these. <laughs> Please do not say the word cheese. Okay, well, I'm going to start with dairy. <laughs> and let me tell you why, Polly. Let me give you a little visual. I'm not telling you never to eat cheese again by any means. I'm not. I'll never tell people not to eat something. I just want to... I'm here to educate and inspire and then let you do with the information what you want. And I'll kind of tell you where, where my balance is and to give you a little encouragement to let you know I have cheese every now and then. So I'm not here to tell you never eat it again. But let me give you a little visual. So this, this wonderful milk that a cow produces is made to feed a calf. And it's made to grow this adorable calf into a one ton animal. That's its sole purpose. It is to feed a baby calf to grow into a one ton animal. It is not meant for the human body to consume it on a daily basis. 
our body simply can't keep up with all of those chemicals because the, it is, I mean, it's a growth hormone. It is meant to thrive a cow. So it's an easy analogy just to kind of give you that visual because it's not that I'm telling you don't eat dairy, it's gross because it's not. It, it's a it's a wonderful thing that, that Mother Nature created, but it it did wasn't created for us to consume on a daily basis. So I just tell people be aware, think about how much cheese you're eating and how it's how your body is reacting long term, not how are you going to feel ten minutes after you eat it. Well, that's an exceptional visual and that you, <laughs> that you painted um, as much as I don't like it. It's a, but it is, it's a great way. It's a great way to look at it. Um, okay. So we've got the dairy out of the way. And then the second one and the third one I kind of think are equal and that's gluten and sugar. And when I talk about sugar, I'm not talking about the sugar in fruit. I'm talking about white processed refined sugar. So sugars that, you know, that are in the candies and the cookies and the packaged uh, cereals and all of that, all of it, even it's in stuff that we don't even know it's in. It's in marinara sauce and jarred marinara. So it's in a lot of things, but it's that refined sugar that I'm talking about. And gluten, I don't even have a gluten allergy, but I am glu- pretty much gluten free only because it causes major inflammation. So those are the three food groups where I just tell people, be aware of how much you're eating it. Try not to eat gluten every day try not to eat dairy every day and try not to eat a lot of white refined sugar. So if we're looking on the positive side of things that we could do. Yes. Which is what I like to do. (laughs) I'm glad you started with the negative. So let's go to the positive. What are some of the things we can introduce? Sure. So there's a lot of anti-inflammatory foods. That's the beautiful thing. There are so many foods that are anti-inflammatory. So things like berries, berries are very anti-inflammatory. Um, the co- Anything from the coconut is anti-inflammatory. If you're talking spices, turmeric is anti-inflammatory and cinnamon is anti-inflammatory. Um, I could go on for days. They're so leafy greens are super anti-inflammatory. Um, any fruit, any vegetable really is going to help you with inflammation. But those, those are probably the top ones. Um, oh, chia seeds. Chia seeds are absolutely great anti-inflammatory. I've never even had chia. I've never you even haven't? had chia. No. Well, do you ever make smoothies? Yes, sometimes. Okay. So when you do, next time you make, buy a little bag of chia seeds. You don't taste them. Buy a little bag of chia seeds and put them in your smoothie and then don't drink it right away. Because chia seeds need to sit in a liquid for about 30 minutes to an hour so they can relax because they're real dense. So if you just put chia seeds in, an, in a recipe and you eat it, you're just basically excreting chia seeds. You have to let them relax so you can absorb the nutrients. So just maybe make your smoothie, put some chia seed, you know, start out with like a, a tablespoon and then put it in the fridge and let it sit for like 30 minutes. And chia seeds are a superfood loaded with antioxidants and they're anti-inflammatory. You know, um, so my friend uh, got into juicing, and so I'm dying to get a juicer. So I've been, yeah. you know, following his two weeks or so since the beginning of the year. Every day he posts a juice, and so, um, but I'm dying to juice, and so I'm so curious. I when when I when we said we were going to talk, I was like, I gotta ask her about juicing. Yes, so I love to juice. Uh, the only the only thing I want to educate people on juicing is not a meal supplement. It is strictly a nutrient additive. So don't think of juicing as a meal unless you're doing a a detox or cleanse by someone who's certified to instruct you to do so. Um, don't just drink juice and think it's a meal. It absolutely the fiber is removed, and so you're just getting that it's a nutrient dense drink basically. So I drink juice in the morning 
to kind of jumpstart my day before I eat breakfast or anything. I'll drink juice and then wait about 45 minutes and then I'll have my breakfast because it's just a really good way to jumpstart your nutrients for the day. It sets the tone for the day. So what are what are some of the pitfalls that, um, and we talked a little bit, you know, people kind of fall off the wagon with their diets or, you know, mm-hmm. they have a hectic life or whatever, but how, what are some of the um, main pitfalls that you see and how might uh, people be able to, you know, think about those in advance where they can um, maybe not, maybe not fall into, um, into some of those? Sure. So I think the biggest one I see is overwhelm. People think, oh, I need to eat healthy. I don't know how to do it. So they just, it's like deer in headlights moment. They don't know where to start. And so they they feel like they failed before they even started. This is a true story. I had a lady who is a client, Not I don't do one-on-one client work. So she was, she took one of my classes and she follows me on social media. She emailed me a private email on Saturday morning. And she said, Shelly, I got out your recipe to make this lovely recipe that I gave her. And she said, I'm sitting in my kitchen. I'm overwhelmed and I feel like I have failed before I even start. And so I emailed her back and I said, first of all, take a deep breath. This is just the kitchen. You're not, you're not doing heart surgery. You can't fail. It's just a recipe. That's it. So let's shift your mindset a little bit. You're about to feed your family a wonderful, healthy, and delicious meal. So let's start there. Let's go into the kitchen with a positive attitude and let's just relax. It's just a recipe. That's it. And my recipes are super simple. So it's not a complicated situation. And so she emailed me back. She asked me a question about the ingredients. I emailed her back and that was it. So that was Saturday, Monday morning, just three days ago. She, this is so sweet. She emailed me out of the blue and she said, Shelly, I just wanted to let you know, I made your turkey quinoa uh, meatloaf cups and my whole family devoured them. They were delicious and I feel inspired. And I just wanted to thank you. And it was, it made my day because that's it. It's so much about mindset, you know? And so I think that's where a lot of people fail and fall off the wagon. They'll try one recipe and they get stressed out or they think it has to be perfect or they think they have to cook it seven days a week. And I'm just here to, to enlighten and create balance. You know, you're going to have those moments where you eat pizza at a party, you know, you have a beer at the football game, um, you have hormones and you want to eat the whole cake. Those moments are okay. It is okay to have those moments. We are human. I have those moments and I'm a nutrition chef. So I just want to let people have grace. You know, every day is a new day to start fresh and to have a good attitude about what you eat and try better. That's it. So one of the things that I just loved about your website is that, I mean, just joy exudes from you and your pictures. And and I can't wait to take uh, one of your uh, classes but you show up, you look just like my friend. I mean, like, I'm not saying, you know, that that physically, but I'm just saying, like, you look like my friend in a picture to, in, in your photos on your website. And it is, and you come across so just beautiful and real and, um, like, you just have such a heart for for helping others. And I love that about you. My goodness. You know what? Can I just marry you? I'm just going to put you in my pocket. And every time I'm feeling down, I'm just going to pull Polly out of my pocket and have her say those words to me. Like you just made my whole week. But thank you. I do hear that a lot, Polly. And it's genuine. I I, I come from the heart and I truly want to inspire people in their own lives. And even if they just take small, tiny baby steps, I want to congratulate them and encourage them to keep going. So yeah, what you said is true. Like I do 
I do have joy and I do have gratefulness in my heart. And I do come from a place of love when I talk about food. Well, that's just great. So how, so how has your family gotten behind this? Oh, wow. So they, I mean, they're behind it. They're totally, now my parents are in their uh, upper sixties. So they're a little more set in their ways with food, but they support me <laughs> in my business. Um, and they do, they do baby steps to do better. I've just got my mother to start drinking double the water. So I'm super proud of her for that. But it's baby steps. You know, it's everybody has their personal journey and um, they are behind me a thousand percent. They're my biggest fans. Um, every, I've been on TV a few times locally and they, you know, they're the first ones to say, I've got my, I'm, re I'm recording it and I'm watching it. You know, they're just, my husband is the most supportive because he, he knows how good he feels. And so now he is my biggest fan. And he also, it's so cute because he'll eat anything I make now. He used to, turn his nose up at anything I made. And now he doesn't even ask what it is. He just eats it because it tastes good. And he knows how good it's going to help him feel. Oh, that's so, so awesome. I love <laughs> it. I absolutely love it. Well, you had shared when, when we were just talking about our podcast that, uh, that failure wasn't an option for you. And you have this incredible uh, drive and ambition. Talk about where that came from. Yeah, this is funny because this was kind of a new revelation for me. Um, I had to write down a story for someone and it, it, I told you earlier, it was like I had a therapeutic moment with myself and I, it was free. So it was great. Um, but what happened was I, so I, a, a lot of people don't know this part of my journey. Um, I'm very open about it, but on the business side, they may not know. Um, I am a teen mom. I had my son Sterling when I was 17 years old. I was a junior in high school. Uh, it was not planned of course. And, um, it, when you choose, you make that choice to completely, uh, go in a 180 direction that you thought your life was going to go and my own doings, uh, but I made that choice. And so that choice changed me forever. And so it, it instantly put me in a drive of survival and success. Like I didn't have an option. I chose to raise this human I chose to give up other things to raise this human and I was going to do the best that I could. So, you know, when you're a mom, no matter what age you are, you can't call in sick, uh, you can't quit and you can't give up. And so that mindset has kind of stuck with me. And what's weird and ironic is as I started my business is called Shelly Can Help. And when I started Shelly Can Help, I have that same mindset. It's like, I can't quit. These people depend on me. I'm here to inspire. Um, I feel like I, this is my purpose and this is my calling. And I'm going to do everything I can to touch as many people as I can, to influence and inspire as many people as I can, to show them how important what they eat affects their health. And so I, it's, I just think it's so ironic that my mindset of, of becoming a mother at 17 has stuck with me and that perseverance has stuck with me. And there's no other option for me now than to help thousands and thousands of people get a little healthier just by making small choices in their food. And that's the one thing that you can control as far as um, you can't always control toxins in the air and you can't always control your stress and you can't always control how well you sleep. But one thing that you can 100% control is what you put in your mouth every time you eat. So I'm just on a mission to share that. And I get my drive from becoming a mother at 17. And it's so inspiring. And I see that showing up, uh, you know, that, you know, you were a fighter and you were resilient and you had this, you know, courage to, to, you know, 
you know, choose your path that some may, you know, not have agreed with or whatever. And, but you took that same fighting for your family and the resilience when your husband had the heart attack and look what an incredible mission you created out of that. It's incredible. Oh, thank you. It's, you know, you get on a, you get in survival mode. I guess that's what you would call it, you know, and I I got that way when I had Sterling and I got that way when my husband almost died right in front of me. So it's just, you just get on, we're women, right, Polly? (laughs) As my mother used to say, I am woman, hear me roar. And I just, I'm on a mission. And so now, because I was passionate about being a mom and I was passionate about helping my husband heal, now I'm passionate about just opening other people's eyes to their own health and how food affects it. I'm not here. I'm not a healer. I'm not a registered dietitian, but I do believe that there is passion behind food. And I believe that we can take simple things and we can treat it with love in order to improve our health with food. And I love the passion and I love the simplicity that you approach it with because it can be so complex. Um, Share, um, you know, how, some of the things that you're doing and that you offer that our listeners can take advantage of? Sure. So I I have two main offerings. Um, One of them is, well, I I have two and a half. Let me start with the first one. I I offer virtual corporate cooking classes. So these companies that are looking for virtual events, I offer healthy cooking classes virtually to their employees and or their customers and clients. So that's a really fun avenue because it's something different. A lot of corporations have people come in and they have a bunch of PowerPoints, which is great, but mine's different. I have energy in the kitchen. It's fun. I'm getting my hands dirty. I'm talking food education. I'm inspiring them with telling them about the ingredients that I use and um, all of that. So that's super fun. And then my other passion is I have an online virtual class that's called the Recipe Makeover, and I launch it four or five times a year. And it's just it's a private little class, and it's four weeks long. And I basically show loads and loads of recipe video, how-to videos. But while I'm doing it, I'm talking about the ingredients, why I'm choosing ingredients, how to stock your pantry, um, simple steps that you can take to make recipe cooking quick and simple, but still have flavor. So that recipe class is a loads of fun and um, it's called the recipe makeover. And you can read all about it on my website, shellycanhelp.com slash recipe makeover. Um, that's really fun. I cannot wait to take advantage of that. So yeah, and the doors are opening to that um, at the very end of January, first week of February. And then I have a wonderful free masterclass. If somebody um, can hop on board quickly, it's January 25th through 29th. And it's online on Facebook, and it's free. But it's five days of content about how to meal plan and meal prep for healthy eating. So I show you ways to speed up time in the kitchen and ways to save money when you're cooking healthy because the number one reason I hear that people don't cook healthy is time. And the number two reason is they think it's expensive. So I wanna squash those myths by teaching a really good meal planning and meal prepping masterclass and it's on Facebook. And you do have to register for it because there's documents and recipes and stuff that I'm gonna send you. Um, And it's shellycanhelp.com forward slash masterclass. Well, um, that is such a great um, offer. And so I cannot wait to take advantage of that too. It's going to be a lot of fun. As of right now, we have 205 people signed up 
for the masterclass. And so it's just going to be, it's just hop on Facebook whenever you can, but I'm going to go live. And so it's just going to be lots of energy. Um, a lot of people putting some positive things in the group about what they're eating, what's working, what's not. So it's just going to be a really fun week on Facebook. And it's just about 15 or 20 minutes a day. Well, that's really great. And I want you to um, just wrap up a little bit um, uh, telling us just how we can engage with you. But I'm just curious from a business standpoint. So you've, you know, you launched um, this Shelly Can Help and uh, you started that, I guess, uh, what, a couple of years, a few years ago. Like, Like, how has that journey been for you? Because it's, it just seems so very, very well done. And um, anyway, I'm just, I'm just curious about that. Man, that is so sweet of you. Um, a lot of blood, sweat and tears. I'm just kidding. In 2017, I attended the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and I got a certification as a integrative nutrition health coach. It's a really long title. And then the next year, I felt like I wanted more food education. So I went to the Academy of Culinary Nutrition. So that was in 2019. But in 2018 is when I started Shelly Can Help between the two classes. Um, And then once I graduated from both, I really just hit the ground running. So I would say I actually started Shelly Can Help in September of 18. So we're going on just a little over two years. Uh, And I don't know, I just, it goes back to that drive and perseverance and passion. Uh, I just want to help people in a genuine way because I don't know how to be anything else. That's one thing people learn very quickly about me. You know who I am the second you meet me. Uh, There's not two Shelleys. And uh, I'm not saying I don't have bad days, Polly. Girl, I do. (laughs) We all do. But for the most part, um, you you get what you get when you meet me. But yeah, that's just, um, and I just put my nose to the ground. I will say this, uh, entrepreneurship runs in my blood very thick. Uh, my dad has always been an entrepreneur. Uh, my husband has always been an entrepreneur. So it's just what we do. Um, I've had several businesses with my husband. And so this is the first business. Well, I take that back. When I was 20, I opened a retail store. But we'll, that was a long time ago because I'm 45 now. But this is the first business that I've been passionate about where I know it's my calling and I know it's my mission and I want to do it alone. So I think that's what has catapulted me in the last two years to to open this up to so many people and make it what it is today. And I'm very excited. This is just the beginning. I can't wait for y'all to see where it goes. Um, I have big dreams and big visions, and I hope everybody uh, goes along on the ride with me. Well, I absolutely want to. So I've been inspired and I'm completely on board with your passion and uh, your mission. Um, I'm going to I'm going to make some changes of my own or at least at least some small steps. And you've completely inspired that mission accomplished. Yes, yes. So um, our listener, if that our listeners want to engage with you on a social, uh, and you've shared a little bit about your uh, master classes and your um, makeovers, uh, but just uh, kind of wrap up uh, sharing how we can engage with you and uh, follow you and all of that. Yeah, so I keep it very simple because I want people to find me easily. I'm every social platform, I'm Shelly Can Help. Uh, Instagram is probably the most, Instagram and Facebook are my most active, but I love to inspire people on Pinterest with all my free content. I have recipes, blogs, um, lists to go by, video, recipe videos. I'm on YouTube and everything is Shelly can help. You'll be very easy to find. 
Yeah, Polly, thank you. This was so much fun. You are so easy to talk to and so sweet and warm. And I feel like we're sitting by the fire, either having a glass of wine or having coffee. So I've really enjoyed this. If I were, well, I mean, you can be friends everywhere, but if I were in McKinney, I'm telling you, we would, <laughs> we would totally be friends. <laughs> yes. Because I have to say, Polly, I do love cheese as much as you do. <laughs> Uh, well, Shelly, thank you for being, uh, Shelly Loving, thank you for being so lovely today and, uh, and, uh, for sharing uh, your story. Some of it I know is a little personal, but you know, I think that that, um, helps to shape uh, who you are and the journey that you've uh, come on and is uh, just great for other people to learn from. And so, um, I appreciate you sharing and being part of the show and I will absolutely Absolutely, continue to follow your journey. And I hope that our listeners will as well. Thank you so much, Polly. Happy New Year. I'm excited that we are now officially friends and I look forward to hopefully chatting with you more and more. Thank you for listening to Stories Connect People podcast. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, listen, rate, or share with others. I look forward to being with you next time on Stories Connect People podcast.